Hi everybody, this is Olayin Kaolo Jolu and you are listening to Day Springs of Grace. My objective in the broadcast is to bring a blend of biblical accuracy and practical insights concerning relevant issues in our world today. And I hope that ultimately, Day Springs of Grace will be helping us better understand God's heart and His purposes for our lives. Thank you for joining in today. In this series, looking at the book of Hebrews that we've titled Better Things, today's episode We'll be looking at how Jesus is superior to the angels. So in the earlier episodes in this series, we have been considering essentially how Jesus is superior to everyone and everything else. We have looked at Jesus' superiority or his supremacy, or perhaps if you want to use another word, his preeminence. But in sort of a general way, just as Hebrews chapter 1 verses 1 to 3 show us. You know, Jesus Christ is supremely unique. He was born contrary to the laws of nature. He spent most of his life on earth in obscurity. And in fact, according to the biblical accounts, Jesus only once crossed the boundary of the land in which he was born and that even occurred in his childhood. Jesus did not amass any stupendous wealth. He didn't have any earthly influence. Jesus did not obtain world-class training or education. As someone once wrote, his relatives were inconspicuous and uninfluential, yet in infancy he startled a king. In boyhood, he puzzled learned doctors, and in manhood, he ruled the curse of nature. He walked upon the seas, and he hushed the oceans to sleep. Jesus healed the multitudes without medicine, and he did not accept any charge for his services. Jesus never wrote a book, yet all the libraries in the world could not hold all of the books that have been written about him. Jesus never wrote a song, yet he has furnished the theme for more songs than all songwriters together. Jesus never founded a college, yet all the schools together cannot boast of as many students as he has. And essentially, in Hebrews chapter 1 verses 1 to 3, we have different elements showing us how preeminent Jesus is, especially considering him in three offices, as God's prophet, as God's priest, and as our king. That was just a summary of the past few episodes. But in today's episode, we want to now start looking at specific points of the superiority of Jesus. I mean the different characters, people or beings that Jesus is superior to that the book of Hebrews presents to us. And the very first set that the Holy Spirit communicates to us in this epistle to the Hebrews are the angels. Let me read out to us Hebrews chapter 1 verses 1 to 14. It says long ago, God spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets and now in these final days he has spoken to us through his son. God promised everything to the son as an inheritance and through the son he created the universe. 
the son radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God. And he sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. When he had cleansed us from our sins, he sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the majestic God in heavens. Verse 4, which is where we are taking off from today. This shows that the Son is far greater than the angels, just as the name God gave him is greater than their names. For God never said to any angel what he said to Jesus, You are my Son, today I have become your Father. God also said, I will be his Father and he will be my Son. And when he brought his supreme son into the world, God said, let all, of the, let all of God's angels worship him. Regarding the angels, he says, he sends his angels like the winds, his servants like flames of fire. But to the son, he says, your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. You rule with a scepter of justice. You love justice and hate evil. Therefore, O God, your God has anointed you, pouring out the oil of joy on you more than anyone else. He also says to the Son, In the beginning, Lord, you laid the foundation of the earth and made the heavens with your hands. They will perish, but you remain forever. They will wear out like old clothing. You will fold them up like a cloak and discard them like old clothing. But you are always the same, you will live forever. And God never said to any of the angels, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. Therefore, angels are only servants, spirits sent to care for people who will inherit salvation. And so we are looking at how Jesus is superior to angels. Apparently, at the time the epistle to the Hebrews was being written, there must have been some prevailing thought or thinking or teachings that elevated angels to a level above our Lord Jesus himself. Interestingly, I know that up till now, there are people who believe that Jesus Christ was originally Angel Michael. While some people even teach that Jesus Christ is even a lower being than angel michael up till now we do know that in the book of colossians where apostle paul was warning about the prevalent errors at that time one of the things that he warned about was the deception into the worship of angels colossians chapter 2 and verse 18 he says don't let anyone condemn you by insisting on pious self-denial or the worship of angels and so we know that was a problem and so it was important that the author of the book of hebrews conveys the points about the superiority of jesus to angels as some bit of background it's important to mention that we know from the revelation in the scriptures that angels are spirit beings there are about 108 references to angels in the Old Testament and 165 references to angels in the New Testament. We know that angels are impressive spirit beings and obviously they can appear in human form. In Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 2, a verse of scripture that I 
often used to quote some time back in church while welcoming first-timers. Hebrews 13 and verse 2 would say, We should not be forgetful to entertain strangers, as we may just be entertaining angels unawares. Obviously, drawing from the experiences of the patriarchs of old, like Abraham in Genesis chapter 18, Lot as well entertained strangers and didn't know they were angels in Genesis chapter 19. We know from scripture that there are a countless number of angels created by God. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 22 mentions an innumerable company of angels. That's what the KJV says, but some other translation would say thousands and thousands of angels. Revelations chapter 5 and verse 11 also mentions thousands and thousands of angels gathered around the throne of God. Again in Matthew chapter 28, verses 2 and 3, at the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we see the power of angels mentioned. It says, an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, rolled away the stone from the door of the sepulchre and sat on it. I may not be able to accurately say how many men would have been needed to move that stone but the account of mark chapter 16 after the resurrection of christ when three women went to the tomb shows us that that task was not something easy as those women went towards the tomb they asked within themselves who will move the stone away from for us it means that the three women working together would not have been able to move the stone. But one angel rolled away the stone and sat on it. We also see from scriptures that angels played a major role under the old covenant as some sort of agents in the enactment and administration of the Old Testament. In Acts chapter 7 and verse 51, when... Um, it was Stephen was being persecuted and he was going to be stoned. He said to them, you stubborn people, you are heathen at heart and deaf to the truth. Must you forever resist the Holy Spirit? That's what your ancestors did and so do you. Name one prophet your ancestors didn't persecute. They even killed the ones who predicted the coming of the righteous one, the Messiah, whom you have betrayed and murdered. Verse 53 says you deliberately disobeyed God's law even though you received it from the hands of angels. The phrase received it from the hands of angels in verse 53 is translated in the KJV as receiving the law by the disposition of angels. And that word disposition means arrangement or instrumentality. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 19 makes the same point. It says, Why then was the law given? It was given alongside the promise to show people their sins, but the law was designed to last only until the coming of the child who was promised. God gave his law through angels to Moses through angels to Moses and so we see 
and we understand that angels are spirit beings angels are impressive beings but as powerful and as glorious as they are jesus christ is still superior to them and that is the point of hebrews chapter 1 verses 4 to 14 as we will see and so even though in the jewish tradition and the hebrew world they saw angels as being such a wonderful set of beings and even though everything they knew about the law had been administered through the instrumentality of angels it was wrong for them to have elevated angels above our lord jesus christ let us go on and for the rest of the time i will speak on one of the specific points that hebrews 1 verses 4 to 14 show us about how jesus is superior to angels and then we'll pick up from the next episode so number one jesus is superior to angels because he has a better title or a better name because he has a better title or a better name hebrews 1 verses 4 and 5 says this shows that the son is far greater than the angels just as the name god gave him is greater than their names for god never said to any angel what he said to jesus you are my son today i have become your father god also said i will be his father and he will be my son so the author of this epistle says that jesus is better than the angels as he has inherited a more excellent name than the angels of course for the hebrews a name signified the essential character of a person in himself and also in the nature of his work and so in the sense of the essential eternal existence or the ex- essential nature of jesus jesus always had a more excellent name than the angels but the reference here has to do with what jesus accomplished in his incarnation the death on the cross for our sins his resurrection and then ascension into glory and the name that is specifically in view here is that name the son of god hebrews 1 and verse 4 this shows that the son is far greater than the angels just as the name what name verse 5 for god never said to any angel what he said to jesus you are my son the specific name that was referred to here is that name that title the son of god this name or this title is unique to jesus christ and it is a name that is above every name a title that is above 
every other title. You see, while the angels were sometimes referred to in the plural as sons of God, as you see in Job chapter 1 and verse 6, and even believers, we are called the sons of God, John chapter 1 and verse 12, no single angel was ever referred to as the son of God. That title uniquely belongs to Jesus Christ and signifies his deity. In John chapter 5, verse 16, it says the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules. But Jesus said to them, my father is always working and so am I. Verse 18, the Jewish leaders tried all the harder to find a way to kill him. For not only did Jesus break the Sabbath rule, he also called God his father, thereby making himself equal with God. They understood that that unique title, the son of God, was essentially Jesus equating himself with God. And so Hebrews chapter 1 verses 4 and 5. Quote from Psalm 2 and verse 7 and 2 Samuel chapter 7 and verse 14 prophecies that were given in the Old Testament about Jesus Christ. And the emphasis here is that the Holy Spirit is showing us and saying to us that Jesus is superior to the angels because he has a better name. These verses, Hebrews 1 verses 4 and 5, even use rhetorical questions. It says, to what angel did God ever say, you are my son, this day have I begotten thee? The answer is none. God never said so to any angel. He goes on, to what angel did God ever say, I will be a father to you and you will be a son to me? The answer again is none. God never said this to any angel. Angels are ministers and messengers. But Jesus Christ is the unique Son of God. Angels are servants. Christ is the Son. And there's a huge difference between servants and the Son of God. Jesus has obtained a more excellent name than the angels. A name that is the highest of all. Jesus Christ is superior to the angels. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Join me in prayer as we end this episode. Jesus, we adore you. We bless your name and give you glory. For you are highly exalted above everyone and everything else. We ascribe greatness unto you and acknowledge that indeed you occupy a place of honor. For you have the name that is above every name. May we always be in awe and wonder of who you are. Amen. Hello again everyone. Thanks for listening to this broadcast. You can reach out to me to ask any questions, make specific requests about topics to be discussed, or even send in prayer requests. And the email address is daysprigsofgrace at gmail.com. Daysprigsofgrace at gmail.com. A recording of the broadcast will be available on the showreel on this MixLR channel and then subsequently 
on the Google Cast, Apple Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, Breaker, and Pocket Cast channels. And the links will be provided later. Join me again next time and have an amazing week. And for those listening live, I have two songs this week. The first is Jesus Reigns Supreme, done by Stephen Miller. I'm not sure Stephen Miller is a popular artist to many Christians in Nigeria or even in Africa, but I found him recently and he does have great songs. And the second song is by the Grace Minstrels. That's the choir of my church, the Grace Community Church here in Lagos, Nigeria. The song is titled Hallelujah from the album Melodies of Grace. Enjoy the songs and have a great week. <laughs>